This is the JWN Podcast. Tim Showers is a Charleston-based pop artist whose distinct style can be recognized by his bold, dramatic lines and exaggerated detail. His color work is often ultra-bright and glowing, while his monochromatic pieces are full of contrast and style. His primary vehicle for connecting his artwork with fans is through comic book conventions, or cons as they're more commonly referred to, but this otherwise shy and introverted artist has been examining his options during a time when cons just aren't happening. We started talking about life in 2020 as soon as he walked into the studio and quickly got into his background from there. This is my conversation with Tim Showers. I haven't seen live music in forever. Like the last yeah. show I went to, I was working as, a, as doing photo work. It was a Jewish festival. Oh, I bet that was awesome. Oh, it was fantastic. But it was uh, Modest Yahoo was the oh, was the okay. artist okay. at the music farm. Yeah, and I just didn't know that. Like, oh, this is not going to happen for for the foreseeable future. Right. Right. Yeah. Was that this year? Yeah. Yeah. Really? That was in like I want to say March. Man, that's right. Because that's when everything just started kind of falling apart. <laughs> it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> I did that one free show in Florence. It was like, a, well, it was it wasn't free. I just managed to get a free spot because the dude had a cancellations last mm-hmm. minute so um friend of mine hit me up and he was like hey do you want to do this small show it's power comic-con they have like two shows a year yeah and that uh, you know at that point i wasn't really taking everything too seriously you know it's just like whatever it's just it, it kind of it, it crept into it so like when i got to power yeah. comic-con everyone had like the you know the hand sanitizers and there mm-hmm. no one was touching elbows i i you know i gave that to some homies that were there and i was but no one else was just like they're keeping their distance and i was like oh shit maybe i should like Maybe, yeah, you start thinking about it. Maybe pay attention. <laughs> so I had you know? I had this this gig taking uh, commercial photographs for a flooring company of all these really cool facilities in Atlanta, and oh, I cool. timed it to go watch the Olympic trials. I'm big into running. Oh, cool! Oh, that's right. The Olympics was supposed to be in, yes. in Japan. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So they had the Olympic trials in Atlanta for to to pick the runners to be on the marathon. Yeah, uh, to represent the United States for the marathon. So I kind of timed it and went there. I remember sitting alone in my hotel room and it was the first time that it was like absorbing the, the information. news. Yeah, yeah. And I started, I started panicking. Right. And I remember going on a group run the night, the day of the trials, they had all these like other elite runners, like Olymp- former Olympians were like hosting these runs that you can go run around like the park with them and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I remember standing there with this, in this crowd and this lady in front of me, you know that smell that people get when they're sick? Um, like phlegmy. I think so. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. There is kind of like a distinct, it's kind of subtle, but not so subtle at the same time. <laughs> it's like hospital room kind of smell almost. This lady in front of me started sneezing and that smell, I could smell that smell of it's like, like the disease. inside of her, the inside of her like sinuses. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what the smell is. You're smelling the inside of someone's like yeah. nose. Isn't that it, weird? It, it, but it just, it smells like sickly. Like it doesn't yeah. smell right. And I remember smelling that smell in this crowd of people after just like spending all night watching this stuff and start, <laughs> I started panicking. Right. I was like, I, I looked around at everybody. I was like, are we just going to stand here like this with this person's just, just sneezing, <laughs> just spreading right. the disease? Like I was freaked out. I couldn't right. believe that I, I, I just got up and left. Yeah. Well, uh, Atlanta was like. Um, at that point, I think, because since it's such a huge city, you know, I think that was, there's a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So yeah. the, the panic is uh, justified. There was a hundred thousand <laughs> people spectating that. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the the roads of Atlanta. Yeah, in crowds, like that was the Man. that was uh, yeah that that was the moment where I kind of it kind of dawned on me like this is getting bad. Yeah, that was like so that's probably mid March I bet because that mm-hmm. power Comic Con that's when it was it was like ugh, definitely maybe around the twentieth. It was in the middle of my second or third week or whatever. And I was like, man, maybe I should take this seriously. Go home. It's probably around the same time you're in Atlanta. Yeah. Go home and then everything's on the news. The next thing you know, everything's like up, shutting down, up, there's this. And then ever, from then till, well, now. Well, I guess now people are kind of lax because now that everybody's back on the roads, it seems. <laughs> it's, you know. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I, when I was talking to you earlier before we started recording about seeing, going to record store day and just kind of, they have it set up to be socially distant. Right, right. But, you know, I got to watch uh, Susto play an acoustic set out in the parking lot. Oh, okay. So it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't, okay, that's It cool. wasn't inside. Yeah. It was outside. The And then you can go inside and, and they were only letting 20 people in at a time. You know, oh, that kind it. of thing. Got it. And tonight I'm going to the poor house and you have to buy a table. No kidding. So you can go, they have the outdoor stage that they, they've always had that. You have to buy the table. And then you and your friends, like however many people can fit at the table, you buy that table. No kidding. Yeah. So, I didn't know. Wow. I've been to the poorhouse in years. Yeah. It's it's definitely, I don't even know who's playing. I was just like, sign me up. I'll go. <laughs> I, like, just, I, I need live music, please. I, I, really? <laughs> Dude, I hear so, you. So your, your livelihood, uh, from what I understand, is the Comic-Cons. Like that's kind yeah. of where you, that's your artistic outlet. Yeah, it as is. As far as like, that's where you kind of thrive. And yep. you've been offline now since the beginning of this in March. Yeah, all my shows got postponed and canceled. Actually, no, no, I, there is one. <laughs> a friend of mine reminded me um, last night because I totally forgot about it. But um, there was one in March. That was one of the first ones that just, you know, mm-hmm. again, in March. So it was uh, uh, for North Carolina Comic Con, Oak City and um, in Raleigh. And they're like, I f- totally forgot that um, it was either they would postpone to a later date, you know, mm-hmm. or they're just straight up canceled until last year, last, or not last year, but next year. So everything rolls over. Right. So um, I, f- <laughs> I forgot that I do have that one rolled over to a November date. And I don't know, but still I'm like, yeah. oh, should I do it? November. I yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. So I might, I, I think I still have the chance to just roll it over to next year, which I might. But yeah, all my shows. Like I almost had like one or two a month almost for like a good eight months lined up. I was, I was thinking on the way over here and I want to know where you're at with this. Okay. Um, I I feel like we, we were, we got into a battle and lost. We've laid down our arms. Yeah. And now at this point, like we realize that we've lost, We're, we're, we're still hanging on. We're still wearing masks in places. We're still, you know, adhering to what I feel like honestly in the South the bare minimum right. of protection. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we've lost and we've just accepted that 200,000 plus people is okay. And where I'm at in my head is, okay, I guess we lost. So yeah. can, you've, can you've, we start <laughs> going with doing things now since we fucking lost? Yeah, it's like you, you've conceded. Right? Yeah. Is that the and right I word? Do, yeah, and I don't know. I feel like... I. I I, I haven't fully wrapped my head around where I, I where the moral correct place to stand is in this. But then I see guys like you who's not been you have not been able to work at doing the thing that you love to do that gives you livelihood 
this whole time as far as going yeah. to these things. You're still able to create stuff. I don't know. Where, uh, these are all things we're going to cover. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to know where your mindset is right now. Like, because you just mentioned, you're not sure if you would go do one next month or in November, I should say, if if it's available to you. You're not even sure yet. So so kind of tell me where your head is at. Like if you if it's on, yeah. Like what's the thought process to to get so, you there? If I do decide to do the one in November, it'd be nice because it's out of town, you know, I get to hang out with friends, but at the same time, it's just like will would people go? You know, like how they set up the booths and the tables they have to have more space like they can't really truly regulate it you know like all the yeah. strict uh rules they've still had some shows i guess um from over the year you know but i don't know how they've done um i mean i think i'll have some friends there um but yeah i don't know man i don't know i think the safer bet's just to uh roll it over to next year i guess i'll have to think about it um yeah. yeah. I, I, and even next sucks. year. I miss it. Next year we don't know. It could <laughs> yeah, go on. Would this go on another year? Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then I'll just bite the bullet because I need to go back. Exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the shows. You're just like, I'm done. Well, <laughs> I would it, like to see my friends again. <laughs> I want to do it safely. Yeah. So outdoors, I don't feel unsafe when I'm outdoors at all. Like I feel right. like like in any kind of like you could see I have this little filter in here running to to kind of yeah I think it's cool yeah it, it was it, it, it's an internet connected uh, air filter I don't know <laughs> why it needs to be connected to the internet but it it can be don't yeah me, don't ask me why it needs to be <laughs> I don't know it's got a light to tell you when to change the filter that's right. all I know right um <laughs> so indoors I feel a little bit more. Like I'll put the mask on when I'm going into places, that kind of thing. Like, and I'm I'm okay with that never going away. I'll just wear a mask all the time. I kind of yeah. I kind of like the anonymity it brings. Right, 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 right. But yeah, I I I don't know that. What could you do for a comic like convention outdoors? You do small ones, bootleg yeah, ones. Do ones outdoors. Um, uh, that'd be kind of strange. I've never done an out. Well, I've done some outdoor events, but, um, yeah, it's just, if it's inside people, you know, you're in a, <laughs> you're out of town, you know, yeah. you have to set up, you have to go set up, you have to do the two to three, you know, two days or three days or sometimes four days. Um, then there's also, if there's celebrities, what about them? You know, how they're going to do lines, you know, right. like it's, it depends. Like it, it's a case to case basis because each convention is different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, some people just nat- like dragon cons, not the same as like, you know, Heroes Con or something like that. Dragon Con has, you know, it's huge. It's like downtown Atlanta and four hotels, you know, so there's so many people <laughs> that go. And then Heroes Con is just really rad, but there's no like film or media, guest, you know, media guests like Dragon Con does, but it's all like industry people. But still, it's a lot of people. Like I think last year, Heroes, I just love the hell out of that convention. It's my favorite one. Um, I was really bummed out that it didn't happen this year, but uh, I think last year they had like, Oh, geez. 300, 500 something artists, just artists and the yeah. people buying their way in, you know, getting their table or industry people. So it's just like the energy in the room is like, it's insane. It's like summer camp. It's it's sad to me because um, it's one of the things that I bond with my son with. Um, right. Because yeah. he, he's, he's just he's very different than my daughter. He's not a very social person he doesn't want to go out and be around people <laughs> you know what i'm saying he's right. loving this whole <laughs> lockdown by the way yeah yeah um but 
it's one of those things I could take him to go do it. And it's like, he felt he, he was so interested in, in seeing like independent authors and yeah. like artists and people creating stuff. And he really got into it. We didn't get to go to the one that is in Charleston every year. Okay. What, uh, yeah, there's, there's a couple. I know there's Captain's. Captain's Comics Expo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we yeah, don't get to do that. That's usually like end of February. Um, I did do that one. Like everything was timed, yeah. you know, to at least do that one. And then I did an art show with my buddy Patrick, who's also an artist too. Really good. And then we had our art show, it's just like two of us. And then the dude, um, Andy, who did the music. And then the day after that was Captain's. And then after that, I did Richmond and then Power Comic Con and then everything canceled. <laughs> yeah. So at just least stopped. Yeah. At least the first three shows were really good. And our first two shows were really good. And um, I got those out of the way, but still I, I miss it. You know, yeah. it but, makes you wonder though. It makes you, it makes you wonder if we had just kept going would that number, that 200,000 number be 400,000, you know, like that's, uh, we'll that, never actually know. We can is only, it really that high. I, it's you, over 200,000 now. Oh my God. It's well, over I, I've kind of lost track of things. Like at, at one point it just like, just stopped <laughs> yeah you know just it's the, hard like the, the the introversion of it's actually nice because actually that's you know that's how i paint you know so it's yeah. like but i'm also extremely outgoing too so like <laughs> then i'm just like i uh, can't hang out with my friends and you know uh meet new people you know so mm -hmm. it's that that's gotten to me a bit for sure well let's talk about uh what got you into art in the first place so you grew did you grow up here in charleston um, here in Hawaii, in Oahu. What? Yeah. What, so military family? Yep. yep. Wow. Yep. Got two brothers. They were born here. I was the middle child, <laughs> born in Goose Creek. <laughs> you can't say Goose Creek. Yeah. You got to say. I got to say Charleston. Goose <laughs> Creek. You can't yeah. just say Goose Creek. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. Uh, so you you were born in Goose Creek, yeah. and, and then you kind of went back and forth military style. Yeah, it was like through. it was like Oahu, Goose Creek, back to Oahu, and then. Back to Goose Creek. <laughs> wow. You know, that was on the early 90s, though. So we were kids, you know. Oh, yeah. But, Still, uh, that, that's 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 a cool yeah. transition. Yeah, it's weird, uh, though. Yeah. Right? It's You're like, Hawaii to Goose Creek. Well, you know, because the Navy base was there. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad was in the Navy. So there you go. So I think, that, I don't know if it's true or not, but I think when we decided to move back, I think the folks, since my mom's from Massachusetts, um, they're probably i think going to go to boston but i don't know i'm glad we stuck with the uh, goose creek because then i wouldn't have made all my friends <laughs> oh yeah you would have yeah. had different friends and you would have had big burly arms from right shoveling right. snow what is, what is that that commercial it's like yeah cousin from boston you know <laughs> i would have that accent <laughs> oh yeah drive a car on the parkway right right my yeah. mom still has it she still has the accent that's why everybody loves her so uh, it, it's pretty impressive when you hear someone with a with a real thick like yeah she just has the eh Thing. Yeah. You know, so it got to the cat for me. You know, it's not it's not like super, super, super thick, but you get it's detectable for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So better than when you come down the coast and you hit stop where I would grow up was uh, Long Island. Oh, which cool. is. Yeah. It's probably to me the least attractive accent. Yeah. On the East Coast. There's a lot of weird ones, too, because you get the mid-Atlantic and you get to like the Maryland area and they've got a definite like weird thing going on where you're like. Are you from, what is that? You yeah, know? no, yeah. that's interesting. That's, it's really interesting, but. And then you get the weird Charleston accent, which is mixed yeah. with like, it's weird when you see older, well-off white men who speak like, that weird, it's a strange, like with Gullah accents. Yeah, it's like a strange Southern 
yeah. Gullah <laughs> mixture kind of thing. Raised by uh, black women. It's crazy. So That's they, crazy. yeah, they have that. I can't even replicate it. Thing. I can't even replicate no, it. No, no, I don't. I, it, it, but it's it's distinct when you hear it. Yeah. It's oh, like, sure. Oh wow, you're old money, Charleston. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you right. got that accent. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, I forgot where we. Uh, oh, we were talking about what got you into art. Oh, okay, so you're cool, going yeah. back and forth between <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hawaii and Goose Creek. Yeah, I got I go back and forth in my brain. So, constantly, so, you, so. your dad was in the Navy. What'd your mom do? She was a teacher for a long time. But then stopped to take care of just, well, you know, she had three boys. So then, you know, she, had <laughs> she became a long distance runner at that point, <laughs> running after right. three. Yeah. 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 Especially me, the middle child. So like, uh, just because, just because that's, that's, let's just, you know, face the truth, the middle child complex. But, uh, yeah, she was a teacher. She began to teach again. I remember at one point she was my computer teacher and then, you know, she went back to teaching. Oh, I don't know. We're like middle school, but, uh, art wise. I don't know. I just, I, you know, everybody starts out drawing. I feel like, you know, yeah. when your kids board in school. Yeah. That, or, um, <laughs> you know, you go to, you know, your arts and crafts classes mm-hmm. or like, Hey, let's make this a, you know, lino cut, you know, block print thing or whatever. Um, just randomly, or let's do like, uh, uh, like hand trickies. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, know, you know, it's growing up, you have these, you always have that little arts and crafts class. I feel like, you know, I felt like kindergarten was nothing but arts and crafts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, uh, I just kept drawing. Like I know, I know for a fact, both my brothers also drew, but then they just stopped and I just kept going, you know? Yeah. Do you remember like the, something that kind of made you think, Hey, I, I might have something here. Did somebody give you a compliment that really kind of clicked for you? Um, well, I was always drawing from like super early age. Um, I mean, I remember drawing in like Hawaii, just like remember those marbled um, composition books, mm-hmm. you know. So what I would do is I was uh, <laughs> I used to make all these like weird characters, you know, and I'd write top secret on the back and fold the papers in half, so like they'd end up being like these huge sandwiches, <laughs> like twice the size, three times the size of their normal um, size. And then uh, I remember there's this one chick in class. This is like you know, in Hawaii. So we were, I was like seven or something, but I was like, man, you can draw really angry eyebrows, really good. And I, and I didn't, it didn't put two and two together to like connect them, you know? So it's just yeah. like this V I was like, man, they look so angry. So I just, you know, learning tips and tricks from like <laughs> other classmates. Yeah. Then I kept making all these weird characters all the time. And then it wasn't until let's see art class in high school and uh, art for like three years. And then that kind of like pushed the boundaries for me a bit. Cause like she had us like, you know, um, one of them was a pottery class, to be fair, for the whole year. It's like ceramics oh, yeah. or whatever. But then art three honors and art one. Yeah, you have to do specific projects like, OK, recreate this piece or like try to think out of the box here instead of just, you know, weird characters, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a turning point. And I was like, huh. And then my friends were just like, hey, you're actually like kind of good. And I remember like. I would see other friends' drawings. I'm like, God, I can't do that. You guys are like, wait, dude, you're out of my out of my league here, you know? But then I just kept up, and you know, eventually over time, I was like, holy shit! Like, am I am I getting better at this? I don't know what's going on right now, <laughs> you know? So it's it's it was very interesting. But after high school, there was college, and I had my own influences and stuff like that too. But there's college, and I had a really good drawing instructor, you know, and that kind of just changed everything too. And then eventually, you know, being in love with like you know, graffiti and all the colors and like the pieces and stuff that they can mm-hmm. do, you know, and also like watching a whole bunch of anime forever, 
You know, it's just like I wanted and, you know, being a fan of comics, I just wanted to somehow mix all those things together with what I had learned thus far, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a mix of a. I don't know. It was like I was compelled. It's a, not a compulsion. Maybe it was. I don't know. Not a, it was kind of impulsive and an impulsive compulsion. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense at all. But it was I just get like, what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, I had to do it. It was just something. That's I, that's art. Yeah. I mean, you know? and I, I just didn't stop. I think for people who who have that bug, yeah, that gets in them, that they they, it's kind of like breathing. Yeah, essentially. Like if, if you take it away from somebody, that's why I'm I'm worried about certain types of art, musicians, uh, people like yourself who can't get out there during this time. And Oh, I had thoughts you know. of art block, no doubt. When I was just like, what do, what do I do? There's no shows. It just sucks the creativity out of you. Yeah. you know? Then you get right back into it. You know, you paint for a couple of weeks and you're like, well, now what? <laughs> you know, there has to be some kind of Where's balance. Where's the payoff? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. But um, now I'm back on track. That's for sure. You know, plus I had other stuff going on too, the kind of a like personal stuff that just kind of sapped all my, you know, creative. Well, yeah, the, it's, it's just <laughs> yeah, been it's all such compounded. a yeah. It's know. been such a it's been such a, a an altering situation for the whole world. Yeah, for everybody. And then yeah. when regular life situations are put on top of it, mm. it's yeah. it, it's mind blowing. Yeah, how many people are unable to even properly deal with? some sort of tragedy or something along those lines during this time, because yeah. the, the girl who I had the previous podcast guest that I had on, uh, she's a singer, Angel Bond. Oh, cool. And she's, uh, she is, she just underwent like thyroids to surgery. She had to get her thyroid removed. Whoa. So in the middle of all That's this like right here at the base of your yeah, neck, yeah, and right? she's a singer. So she almost, Oh she, no. You know, during this whole time, she's been getting worse and worse and worse. And she's just like so worried about everybody else. She doesn't want to take care of herself. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that whole thing of trying to deal. It's cyclical. Yeah. Trying to trying to take care of yourself and, 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 and deal with your own problems when everyone else is dealing with problems. And it the whole thing it's sucks. Rough. It sucks, dude. <laughs> it sucks. But all right. So it really, it really sucks. So you kind of just like a lot of people you you were intro you were introduced to it at an early age and you just yeah. kind of kept feeding it and feeding it and you kept realized going. that you had to do it yeah i do see a lot of street art influence in what you do but i don't know you as i of course i didn't grow up here so i didn't even know proton factories was a street artist at one time uh, <laughs> so <laughs> did you do street art at one time um i think i, I definitely tried it and i was absolutely terrible and I was just like, yeah, not this isn't for me. It's like, a craft. <laughs> it's a separate yeah. craft. You know, I was like, I'll just go back home and make characters. And then and then I was like, but wait a minute. At one point, I just straight up locked myself in my room for like a long time. This was back in like, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't remember when this was. But at, at that point, I was just making little sketches and books, you know. And I was like, well, I don't want to get arrested. You don't want to get I tackled. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm not very athletic. And I don't want to pay a bunch of money because I don't have any money, <laughs> exactly. you know? So it's just like, uh, that doesn't sound like fun. Uh, then I was like, plus I, I'm terrible at lettering, you know? And I was like, but I like characters. And I was like, what if I tried to do that on just something big mm -hmm. that's not a sketchbook? <laughs> and I was like, ding, ding, ding. So then I made like this first huge, like, I think it was like 24 by 30 or something canvas painting. I never made anything like that before ever. And I was like, whoa. So, holy shit. And then at that point in time, 
I think I was introduced to my dear friend, uh, Philip Hyman, you know? Oh yeah. He's, he's a very, I spoke uh, with him yesterday, actually. I just spoke with him yesterday, but I love the hell out of the guy. And then it was just so surreal. It's like everything, you know, it's just right place, right time. You know, it's so weird how it works out. And I'm, I know for a fact that you've probably experienced it as well. Just like right time, right time moments or mm-hmm. right time, right, right place moments or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, it's like some synchronicity kind of, you know, event or something like that. Coincidences, you know, shit like that. But, uh, yeah, a friend of mine just like, he saw my paintings. And he was like, hey, I know this dude, you know, and my friend lived around Park Circle for years. And he was like, hey, yeah, you should meet him. I met Philip. And he's like, hey, you want to do show? <laughs> like immediately I showed him my stuff. He's like, he's like paintings everywhere in this house. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, yeah. who, the, who the hell is this dude? You know? Oh, he and the, the brilliance of what that guy does is he sees like a piece of garbage on the side of the road. And, he's, and he already sees the finished piece. He grabs yeah. that piece of garbage and turns it into art. <laughs> I love totally, that. Yeah. Totally, totally. That guy's that guy is brilliant. He's he's a, a, a someone else I just uh, befriended recently. Was like uh, he's a he knows Philip and he was like he's like an art enigma. And I was like, yeah, that's you know that's that's yeah. good old Philip. So, you know, uh, befriending him and his family, and then just keep keep it on doing shows. Um, that just kind of like kickstarted everything. And then at that time, really around that timeline, that's when other really cool art shows were still going on. Like, right. there was like a uh, I feel like there's a point in time where there's just like really cool shit going on, like art wise, right? So then that was like the beginning of like culture clash and everything like that. Yeah. So that's you, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like that's kind of how I met you. A lot yeah. of the people in this community that are it, into it wasn't, art. It wasn't just with them. It wasn't just um, with you know Philip doing his thing, but it was everybody doing like their own little really cool shows. Like there's like you know I remember Punt would do shows, which are really awesome, like solo things. You just set up somewhere and start screaming for people, you know. And then people would go and hang out. There's like, um, I think the, I remember one time there was like a, like a, uh, there was a graffiti theme show, which is pretty dope. I missed that one. Um, but yeah, it just seemed like it seemed, I don't, I don't want, maybe I shouldn't use the word scene, but it seemed like there was a scene. Yeah. Quote unquote. Right. So there was an energy behind it. Then ultimately years passed and then just kind of, you know, tithered away, whatever the right word is, feathered away. I don't know. It just kind of disappeared. I feel like that's what it, I it's, it's definitely not as, um, centralized yeah maybe uh, you know i felt like culture clash uh and it, maybe it's because uh our friend that organized it moved away that could be it and i think all three of you know the dudes that ran it i think they all had like their own personal projects too and then it, yeah. it just kind of you know did it, its thing. It, it became so big and difficult it became like a an unruly animal <laughs> right 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 that, that uh, it was fun though. no one could tame yeah, yeah. Those shows were rad, though. I miss I, those. Those were fun. I do feel like there's little pockets. I know uh, th- there was a, there's an art studio in, in North Charleston called Tualingua. Oh, they, yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. they try to do some cool stuff. Um, so there's like these little pockets, but none of them take have taken off on that grand scale. And I think the reason why, I could be wrong, that, that uh, Culture Clash was able to get so big was because of the idea of bringing all these different forms of art together, all these performance, oh, art it was a stuff, mix. Yeah. music, it was cool dance. Uh, and, and yeah, it was just something so unbelievably unique yeah. that, no, it was that yeah. we're, and I don't know how you recreate it. I like the, have you been to any of the arts festivals that were, they, they've done the last couple at the Royal American. No, no. Uh, so those were really cool. They, they're definitely not quite the same. Mm. Not as much art representation. More on the music and dance side. 
Oh, still cool though. But yeah. it was still like, all right, I could see where this could turn into. They have space over there on that parking lot across the street. I'm like, they could turn this into something even bigger if they right. wanted to. Some of these breweries have some land, like the new Holy City over in Park Circle. Did they move there? They moved over. It's Aragon Avenue. Yeah. Man, I'm just, I'm so behind. You should things. go over to that place because they're, Sean Williams did all of the outdoor oh, yeah, yeah. murals cool. for it. Yeah. Sean's, yeah. Sean's a good dude. They have so much space. I'm like, oh, come on. Once this, once we get life back. Right. You know, like oh, I look wait. at a space like that. I'm like, come on, guys. We could do, you could do the best art show in here. Ever. Of underground yeah. art. And yeah. there's so many people that would. Oh yeah, Love that. <laughs> I'm getting excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, well, <laughs> it's just I'm. I'm I feel like there's overdue. enough people in here that have that look back uh, to what we what was going on, and then it kind of fizzled away. Not because of lack of interest, but because of the challenge that was yeah. going on in running it. But I think uh, we can get enough people to maybe build something back up. That'd be rad. Yeah, uh, you know, if it's time just right to I th- again. Now I think people are just so done with yeah. the way things are. It's like. I mean, even myself, I'm just like, I kind of want to just go out and like hang out with people again, like, cause I'm super outgoing. So <laughs> the worst part is, <laughs> it, is not being able to like hug, hug people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you go yeah. and see well, your friends just, and you're bumping elbows. And... Right. Right. Well, it's, it's at, at some points, I mean, I hung out with some friends that were visiting the other day and you know, I had the mask on just in case. And there was like, you know, I go to the back cards are like, it's yeah, it, whatever. We're all friends. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, you just everybody just kind of gives up, and you're just like, "This is going to be impossible" because we're all like huggers. Like, there's just no way. It's, like, <laughs> I can't. I think, I feel like we've lost. We've laid down our arms, and we're just yeah. like succumbing to it. And I don't know if that's selfish. I think, and part of me thinks it is, to an extent. Yeah, yeah. it's it's half and half, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's tiring. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's just but it's just not for me or for you. I think it's everybody. Yeah. Think about restaurant owners and, and like, you know, you you think of the jobs that most musicians have. Mm, Yeah. And and a lot of it is waiter, waitress. uh, Yeah. Working coffee shop, these type of things that like, man, what do you do? Yeah. Like those, when those get taken away from you, man, a lot of clothes too. Oh yeah. Which is super sad. That sucks that you don't want to see that happen. You know, Wolf street playhouse in Charleston, they close. No kidding. That's, uh, you know, that I don't know if you've ever gone to plays or supported that whole scene, but that was a whole other art scene going on there of independent theater, which is amazing. Like, huh. if you, it's Damn. such a good night out, too, if you ever, no, if, I don't if, think they, I've ever if it ever to. comes back right, right. in some form. I don't think I've ever been to a play. They weren't really in my scene, but that sucks that it's closed. You'd be yeah. surprised, though, because you'll go to one of those things not thinking like it's your scene, but it's not. Yeah. We're not talking musicals. We're talking like act it out. Like Wait. some like some Sherlock Holmes like yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like like uh, uh, dramas dramas comedies all I've seen sorts some stand up things like you know I've seen uh, what is it theater ninety nine or whatever yeah but that's like stand up though yeah I've seen stand up in weird places in, in yeah. Charleston I guess so yeah. yeah 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 I know a friend of mine performed there once and it was he was I mean he's hilarious anyways but uh yeah so that was pretty cool that's the only time I've ever been in there actually just once and I've seen it you know pass yeah, by it drive by it all times. the time yeah <laughs> so it's cool in there. Yeah, I, I ho- hopefully we'll we'll get that back as well because you know when you hear about these comedians, I don't know if you follow any comedians uh, like uh, podcast wise or just online. Uh, I do, <laughs> I actually do. I've seen a few Bill Burr things, and he's pretty funny. Yeah, and I actually, parking lots. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then I actually do like Joe Rogan a lot. Actually, he's pretty funny. <laughs> that guy is he's uh, a trip. He's, he's a trip. 
He's getting he he's open to. I mean, he's like the forerunner for podcasts. I feel like he made a huge mistake. I feel like he's made a huge not moving not moving out of California. I don't care. That's his oh, I did choice. Hear, I did hear about that. But yeah. he, the whole signing to to Spotify thing, I'm like, oh yeah, I heard about that too. Like getting the whole freedom of doing this podcasting thing, regardless of what you believe about, like not just you, but what anyone believes about someone like Joe Rogan or anyone, whatever their um, philosophy in life is, or whatever it is, doesn't matter. But the beauty of this podcast thing is like, no one owns it. You own it. True. Yeah. True. Very so true. you might get your distribution channels, but there's so many different distribution. If iTunes yanks you, well, that's okay. There's other ways to get it out there. Yeah, it's got to be dizzying. Cause... But if you go exclusive to one of them, well, now you're the you're you're their oh, you're their property. Yeah. They can start telling you what to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so immediately like. You can tell, like he's gonna have to start uh, changing things, and it'll it'll be subtle at first, you know, tiny little changes. Oh, right. And until you don't realize what happened, and then next and thing you know, and, it, and, it, <laughs> and it's it, it it becomes a you know a watered down version of what made it popular in the first place. Well, I guess if he detects anything going on, he'll just cut ties and go back to. <laughs> You know, go back to normal, I guess. I Maybe. Know. I don't know. I don't follow. I don't, I don't listen to too many uh, uh, podcasts from them. Usually just like clips and stuff from like YouTube or whatever. Yeah, they'll, they'll um, get in on you. Those are going to go away though now, I imagine. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Man. So you got into this art scene. Mm -hmm. You you definitely uh, have a very unique take on it because you're, you're doing a lot of... Um, characters yep and you have a very unique style to you we have a, a, a person in common and i worked at, i didn't know her beforehand and i walked into her office to do some work for her and i look up on her walls and i was like oh you know tim <laughs> look at all this artwork from tim like it, it, it's so recognizable oh that's so funny she well, told me that I, I, I was like i can't believe it that's awesome yeah so so a, do you recognize that you have that style? And B, what was the catalyst for getting you to that to that style? Or did you not even try? Is just the way it, it uh, is. It kind of just evolved from something. Like I'd, I'd very rarely recreated, you know, like I would cut out like, you know, clip out some cool stuff that I, uh -huh. I might find in magazines and shit like that. And I would sketch them here and there sometimes just to see if I could do it. But I was just so stubborn. Like, I, I wish I had actually done more of that so that I have a better grasp on things, <laughs> you know, like like anatomy and foreshortening and perspective. Uh, but, I mean, essentially, I was just so ridiculously stubborn. I was like, no, I'm going to do my own thing because I don't want to be a, a, a biter, you know, or a copycat at all. Biter. I just don't want to do it. And I was like, it's going to be me 100%, you know, and that's it, you know. Heck so yeah. Uh, that's it just eventually just kind of came together, made a lot of terrible, terrible paintings. And then uh, eventually, I guess, they started to not be so terrible. <laughs> it, would, it would come to the point where I would stop and I'd be like, I don't know how the hell I did that, but I really like how it looks, you yeah. know? And then um, if you look at some of my stuff from like, oh, geez, like early 2000s, mid 2000s to now, it's like night and day, but it's still essentially still there. It's just. Right. Is refined the right word? It's, it's become, it's, it's not aged well. It's just kind of, well, I guess evolved into like you know, a more tighter, more cohesive um, and dynamic look, I guess you could say. Like, yeah. 
I mean, I can show you some stuff I'm working on now, um, but uh, of course, you can't really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not <laughs> a video podcast. Yeah, we're, we're just right, doing audio. Right. I can show it to you later, but uh, you can see like th there's progress. And that's that's what's really interesting to me. Because like if you if you if I had seen something that I had made now, uh -huh. like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I'd be like, no, there's no way this that's impossible. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the awesome. same thing is like, say you play music and then, you know, you come up with all this intricate like if say you just learn how to do solos or something you're like mm -hmm. you, you're actually made your first like comp you know composed song or something and then if you had met yourself years ago you're like there's no way i came up with that song you know it's just it's like that same oh, yeah. kind of thing because art and music go hand in hand you know i feel like they're very similar you know so yeah. one, one's with the ears and one's with the eyes you know <laughs> yeah well it's it it's um it's all in trying to connect with other people and, and trying to connect with them in a different medium than just written word or speech you know right, right it's like this other form of communication of, of how can you convey something that maybe you can't just say yeah yeah damn yeah that's i think you nailed it <laughs> yeah uh, well <laughs> that's it. I, I, it's just a wonderful thing because I, I do find that the people who speak that language so to speak <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> yeah the, the the people that speak that language it's just it, not everybody is able to do that so it, it's such a unique family of people, you know, you yeah. understand, like, I do, like, uh, I know my wife is not somebody who, for the most part, she can appreciate a good piece of art and she knows what she likes something, but she's not like, we will have deep conversations about this. And she does not understand on the level that I do not be saying I'm better than him, her it's just different. Like she doesn't speak that language. She doesn't see it the way I see it. Right. So she doesn't, or doesn't have as much of an impact to her as and, much as it does to you. Yeah. And she doesn't understand why you would spend your time doing something maybe that might not make you money and not, she doesn't understand the idea that like, no, 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 it's not about making money. It's right. about, I have to do this. Right. Right. I guess <laughs> I, I kind of equate that to like people who get goosebumps. Well, looking at something they like or listening to something like that, listening to something like they like, um, mm -hmm. as opposed to people that don't get goosebumps. <laughs> it's kind of like that yeah. to, to, an ex, to an extent. That's the visual representation I get in my head. That's the first photo I think of, like, because I know, like, for me personally, when I listen to songs, I, I'm, a, you know, I get goosebumps. Do you have all a song that does it to you every time? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's multiple songs. It could just be uh, simple moments. You know, like mm -hmm. it could be like a, a five second part of a song or something. Or if I see something, I'm like, oh, you know, if I hear like ghost stories or something, I'm like, oh, pins and needles. But then, you know, I have friends or they'll listen to the same song. And they're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's the same, same kind of thing. They, just, they, don't, they don't get it or uh, it just doesn't have that impact. I guess that's what that's what you need. You need it needs to hit you. Yeah, right there, and, and it's not a judgment thing on on people who who uh, feel that or see that. Oh, definitely not. That way. No, definitely. They not. probably do, but they just haven't discovered it yet. That's a, that's another thing. I, I honestly believe they just haven't um, been introduced to it properly or mm -hmm. uh, fallen into that hole, <laughs> right, so to speak. Right, right. You know, because she has things she's into that I don't get. So, like so college football. Yeah. Like I college get, football. Yeah. I mean, I get it to a certain degree, but I also go like. Okay, it's cool. For, it's fun for a bit, but it's I can't. It's not my life. Right, know? right, right. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So I like I like knowing that there are different people with different things that that they can they can uh, bond with other people over. Oh, because, totally. Yeah, because uh, I, 
that means there's more to learn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. People are interesting. People are interesting. Heck yeah, man. So, so uh, what have you have you ever had something in this journey through your art artistic career that uh, like a wall that was put up or a door that was shut on you that opened it up something else for you? Um, let me think. Hold on. I know I've had besides really the current cool, situation, <laughs> right, 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 right. I've had really cool opportunities show up or not show up, but just happen like around last year, like just really cool things started happening. It was like mm -hmm. my most successful like art year personally, you know, because just because like I started doing it full time back in 2018, which was a struggle, but uh, it was like halfway through it. But 2019, I was just on fire. I was like all in, you know. It's it's a huge gamble. It's a huge risk, but it all somehow kind of ended up working out. I was like, oh my god, that's like a great year. But like things just started happening, you know. It's like I would do really good at like multiple shows back to back, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like this, I, I've done these shows for years. <laughs> yeah, you know, or I just meet somebody. It's all about, I guess, the the impact you make, you know with other people too. Cause like I yeah, say I'll have like people come to me that I've just gotten prints for years, just like something small. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, Hey, I want a painting this time. You know, I'm like, Oh snap. But then when that happens back to back to back to back, then you're like, did all of them just like have a town meeting? And they're like, Hey, let's all just get paintings from Tim. You know, they're all in different States and it's just really surreal when that happens. But no, like, um, all the other cool stuff happened. I had a lot of commissions last year. And then a buddy of mine was like, Hey, do you want to do a comic cover for me? And I was like, what? You know, so it's just like opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. So I can't explain it. So many doors opened and it just kind of happened all at once. And I've been doing this stuff for years, you yeah. know. Plus there's the art show I did with Patrick, Patrick Brickard and a, um, another local artist. But uh, we had planned for that. Yeah, actually, I, I just bought one of his pieces last week. Oh, dude. Awesome. Yeah. I still got to pick it up. I, I keep <laughs> my schedule. I bought Oh, cool. he, he he posted you you motherfuckers are dangerous because <laughs> <Right. laughs> he posted a a painting he did of of Jim. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I saw that and I was like, I want yeah. that. And I just messaged him like, how much, dude? Yeah, yeah. I that want that it. thing. Yeah, because right, right, right. I, 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 I was like a closet Jim fan when I was a kid. <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing, like this uh, a rock and roll co uh, cartoon. Yeah. And the evil band was called the Misfits. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's just awesome because the Misfits, the actual punk band, are right. friggin' awesome. Right, right, right. So, so funny, man. That's that's, that's yeah. so rad that you got that from him. That's, that's so cool. Yeah, we, we'd start planning that back in like near the end of um, 2019. You know, we're just kind of, you know, shot each other messages like, hey, we should do a show. Right. And then everything just kind of came together and we picked a date. And it's funny because I think the initial one we had was for March. So it was like, I'm so glad that we picked February, <laughs> you know, but yeah, so just like little things. So that kicked off the year this year anyways, like that. But, uh, and then you felt like this year was lining up to be a good year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was, that was the good kickstart. And then there's captains, which is really good. And then, um, yeah, a couple of really cool things happened at Richmond, even though that was kind of a, you know, financial bust for me just because, uh, well, I'd never done that show before and Richmond's cool. I actually want to go back and do a town proper you know mm -hmm. there's like a lot of murals and graffiti around there and i was like wow this is kind of cool but um two really cool things did happen which i'm super grateful for that was pretty badass but uh as a trip in general just like 
money wise, it just wasn't, it just didn't happen. Sometimes it's a gamble. You know, you could do really well, you could do not so well. So you kind of have to, is it like a band? Like you have to go there yeah. a couple of times and really build up like, an audience there? I feel, I feel like it. Yeah. That's again, back to music and art. It's yeah. so similar. Like it really is, you know. It's one of those things I, I wish, um, that's a good analogy with the being like a band. It kind of is. It, that's good. I never thought. I it think that if way. you, yeah, because if you experience art in person, I don't care as much for an artist until I see their work in person. If that makes any sense, that makes sense. Plus, meeting them is a nice, yeah, boost too. You know, because meeting, it, I guess you have to be that kind of. I don't know if outgoing artists are more successful than you know more introverted artists. That's an interesting thing to think about. Because, like, you could be introverted and be super successful, mm -hmm. right? Um, but a lot of the times, I guess, it's hard. You know, I would imagine if you're an introverted artist, how does it really work for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, but meeting the person definitely, you know, makes a difference. Because you're like, oh, my God, you're real. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, it's, it's a, uh, well, I, I remember, um, you know, anytime I go to, to a museum, mm. you, and if you see a painting that you maybe have seen in a book right or online. oh totally yeah and you see it. it in person yeah you're you're awestruck so the first time i took my daughter to i want to say was it the met I, it was one of the museums in, in new york this is years ago and they had this giant basquiat ah uh, dude I, and it was i mean it was nice bigger than one of these walls yeah like probably twice the size of one of these walls right and I just stood there and I started crying. And my daughter still makes fun of me to this day. Because I, I was just like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've read about it. I've, I've seen it in books and online. But when, I, when, when you see it in person, yeah. it just, I it, don't know. It, they, you, there's the impact. Yeah. Right? Full circle. It's it's all about the impact. Right? Yeah, goosebumps or not. Live tears. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, goosebumps, tears, any kind of uh, reaction. Right. And it's funny you mentioned you said that because a buddy of mine is a huge, huge Basquiat fan. He had the same exact reaction to seeing. He went to some like you know exhibit where it's all just Basquiat's, and he had seen countless of Basquiat's anyways. You know, yeah. uh, but like, yeah, it was in New York. It was a couple years ago, I feel like. But he's like, dude. It, he, it was like his favorite uh, Basquiat painting, and it just made such an impact. He just stood in front of it. He's like, dude, he's like, I had to leave. I had to get out of there because I was just like, he was about to ball like a baby, you know? And I was like, damn, dude. But I, he tells me that story. You tell me your story. And I was like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, t I completely 100% understand that reaction, and I can relate to it. So I, I know. I, I know it, man. I know it. I've seen some Basquiat's when I went to um, Basel in Miami. Two years. So you've out. been to Basel, dude. It's wild. It's wild one of my time. favorite artists. Is always uh, doing work down there, doing murals and stuff. And I, I, I want to go down there just to meet her one day. Who's that? Tatiana Suarez. Oh, dude. I, uh, I've seen. I got one of her pens. Yeah. See there. Oh, I didn't even see that until just now. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. She's awesome. There you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. I contacted her to get her permission to get her work tattooed on me. Oh, that's right that you contacted her. I have yeah. one of her pins. I have one of her pins. It's a, uh -huh. I'll, I'll have to send you a photo of it uh, when I get back to the house. But um, is, I first, is it gold and black? Yeah. I might have the same pin. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's like I a have little... a bunch of her originals as well. I was like, oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. yeah I'm dude, a huge fan. I, her, she some... has walls. She has walls. I, I'll, mm -hmm. I have photos of them. I'll try to send them to you somehow. But uh, I know for a fact. I mean, she had like originals and stuff up there in one particular section in Winwood or whatever, but I'd never seen her work before until then, 
you know? Yeah. And I was like, who? I was like, whoa, that's such a unique, again, it's back to unique style and impact. You know? I think when I got into her, she had been living in Brooklyn. Okay. But I don't think she was doing murals there. She yeah, was just doing know. canvases, not canvases, but like wood panels and stuff like that and paper. Okay. Okay. And things like that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of mixed so media art. Type stuff. Yeah. yeah. So much art. But it's like, it's, it's like, I keep thinking about Heroes Con. Like all I think of is like the energy in the room, but man, if you, <laughs> so many people for Baslin was wild. I was hanging out. I went to go hang out. It was a um, good old patch um, and uh, his buddy Ghostbeard. And then they were doing murals. So oh, they, yeah. they had walls because they, you know, had been going for so long. They worked themselves up. There you go. All right. You see, you got the mask. I love the hell out of that guy. He's awesome. I've got my patch whiskey ma uh, face mask. Dude, he's the man. I've met some matter of respect for him. But um, if yeah, so an was, artist or a band makes a mask, I I, I buy it. No, dude, that's good. Yeah. Because I'm like, <laughs> you're on the mask kick. right? I, I was telling the dude from Susto today because he yeah. complimented this mask. And I was like, dude. Any band or artist I know that makes a mask, I want to buy it because 20 years from now, we're going to look back at this and I'm going to have these like, have on your wall, these odd things. Yeah. Hopefully they go away. Uh, part, like I said before, I don't I wouldn't mind if we had to keep that, that wearing masks. Right, right. Out public. <laughs> but I, I imagine we won't. America is America. We're probably not going to adopt that for for long after True. this is done. Yeah, that but, thing's rad. That thing's but really yeah, cool. to, to have like a. Just these things, like you could show, like your grandkids, be like, "Yes, we survived the plague." <laughs> Check out my mask collection. Here's my collection of artists of the day. <laughs> but it's so it's so funny. You just happen to have that in your pocket. Well, wow. yeah. But uh, that's awesome. But no, yeah, I was down there with them. I was just I, was, I didn't have anything. To, uh, I wasn't. I didn't have any art or anything down there. I just wanted to experience it. Because he was like, "Yeah, just come down, and hang out." You know, it's like, well, mostly it's just to help them split a room. You know, for Airbnb, so mm -hmm. that, you know, just to cut down on costs. So we all stayed in this one flat or whatever nearby, um, sleeping on cots and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was them two, myself, and then my buddy SHT or shit or whatever. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, it was just the four of us. And we had to see them do their thing, and then we had to, you know, go around. I took so many photos, man. That I don't know if you've ever been, but I know the second year I went, and I think I went 2016, 2017, 2017. I lost phone coverage. Like it was just so, so many, many people, people, dude. Yeah. yeah, I know, man. I was just like, dang. But, I love uh, Miami. I haven't been to Miami in years. Dude, but. yeah, that's the there's that tent. They have this tent. There's because there's Winwood. There's just art everywhere, and there's like little satellite parties and shit going around nearby, or whatever. But they have this thing called Art Miami. It's like um, they have this huge tent, and they have like a, I think a, one to two other tents, but one of them is like you know more. I don't know what the difference is. There's more of like modern um, artists, and then one like the older, more contemporary ones. I guess you could say. So one's full of like Basquiat's and. Warhols and Damien Hirsts and the other ones full of like people in like Juxtapose magazine and stuff that are still yeah. like really, really big, like Titanic's Wars or something like that, you know? Um, so more, one's more, I guess, traditional. No, that's not the word. It's a, what's the word? I don't know. I think you understand what I'm saying. One's, right. more, one's more modern. Old school. New school. Right. And, that's, then, that, and yeah. then you got the new, so like the pop artists, the pop surrealists exactly. and, and whatnot. Yeah. There's of, the, of, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Robert Williams. On yeah. one side, and then you've got the current people. Yeah, so like in that huge up. tent, man, they had all a bunch of Basquiat's. They had some Banksy's and stuff. Like one was cut out of the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like that was, that, that was surreal. Like I could show you a photo of it. You could see the drywall, like or the concrete, Isn't or whatever. Great? Isn't that great? That like this this art form, um, like people will remove a wall now because it's worth worth so much money. I I couldn't believe it. There's two of them like that, and they're Banksy's. Actually, um. I see your, your shepherd fairy print here. 
um, he had in the, I guess in the main like section for Winwood, the Winwood walls or whatever, it's like the center of it. Uh, he had this huge piece up there, this huge mural piece or whatever. So that was pretty cool. When he did that show that I, I have this print from, uh, from the Halsey Institute and he did a oh, show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that was the first time I got to see his, his actual, not just prints or, or walls, but his actual like sculptures and like creations. It's, it's weird because he'll reproduce them. So mm. he'll use the screen print, but he'll do it on like a textured. Oh, like he'll do it thing. on wood he'll, or something. Or, yeah, it, it's yeah. extremely, it, it's an odd thing because you'll, it'll be like an original, but it's using the same screen print maybe. I don't, I'm not entirely sure how he does all of like that Like a different stuff. kind of paper or like different colorway or something. Well, actually, yeah. I guess the, the colors like are all the same. newsprint in the background and yeah. things like that. Oh, I, I wonder if I still have it. I might have to try to get it. He, he, apparently one time he uh, made a bunch of like, Fake newspapers, really? Yeah. Oh uh, damn! I might have an extra copy. If I do, I'll give you give it to you. Oh, I'll have to look yeah. for it. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's, it's called pretty... Manifest Destiny. I think that's what it said. But like, it's like he designed pretty much everything in this newspaper. And uh, oh, I'll have to I'll have to find it. I'll to, I'll look for it I'll during for that it. show when he did that show. There was um, was it the Sutili Theater where he took over the storefront of it? And he it. had some he had some of his artwork in it and it was set up not the Satelli maybe one of the theaters downtown. It might have been one of the Char- College of Charleston theaters. Okay, yeah. I know I missed both shows. I yeah. was doing something those years. But the storefront made it look like a storefront for like this propaganda for this ne- That's how the newspaper is. Yeah, yeah. And I have this picture I took, like the street photo of an older gentleman in a wheelchair just sitting out in front of this storefront with all of this propaganda yeah. behind him about like never ending power and, and all this stuff. And like, it's one of my favorite Charleston street photos I ever took. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, yeah. I just, I, it's just a weird thing that we have one of the, probably the most famous American street artist or artist born out of street art mm. uh, came from Charleston. It's surreal. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's it kind of crazy it to, to think that that guy came out of here. Right. And right. then, but then you see guys like you guy, you know what I'm saying that? And, and I'm like, okay, well, obviously the talent is here. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of artists around here. Um, uh, and they're all super talented. Um, it's just gotta keep on keeping on. Keep you know? on keeping on, man. Keep on keeping on. All right. So what's something you wish you knew back in say like, so you you went full time in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's something you wish you knew when you turned that key? Damn, that's a really good question. It's like I feel I could answer that easily. I want to say something like how to draw hands, like <laughs> or, <laughs> or like <laughs> you know. Um, but everything's a learning process. Something that I knew that I didn't know then that I know now. Damn, I don't know. That's hard. That's so hard to answer. I can't think of it. I'm, I'm totally blanking. I'm totally totally blanking. Maybe making no, because 2018 I started making more merch. I was about to say I could have made more merch, and that's really when I started. Well, you kind of dove into a, a pool, not knowing if there was water in it. Yeah, that's true. But then again, I've I've done these shows for such a long time too, you know. So I kind of, uh, you know, started off just doing like three shows a year. To you know, I mean, last year, 2019, I did like 18 shows. I think wow. 18, 17, 18 shows. So it just it is a build up from 2012 when I started to do conventions to then it was just like i'll just tack another show on you know tack another show on and now it got up to 17 you know so i was like dang but something that i knew 
Bam. Well, okay. How about, well, let's rephrase the question. What have you learned since you went pro? Like not pro, full-time pro. What's the, been the one people, thing People learned? like small merch for sure. Like pins, yeah. stickers, patches. Like, cause I didn't do that stuff for years, you know? Um, so the little stuff kind of pays the bills. The little stuff helps. It's awesome. It's really fun. Cause you know, I find myself doing that, you know, I'll just go to people's tables and I'm like, wow, I really like that print, but I have my print collections out of control, you know? So I'm like, Oh, but they have a pen, you know? And then I'm like, huh, huh. That's really smart. <laughs> I've got a basket full, full of tubes right. and prints right. in totally. my house. It, my wife is like, what are you going to do with those? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, there's only so many walls you can fill with things. Total. I have tubes with like giant posters like this one, like your Shepherd Fairy here, 24 by 36 or whatever. I don't have the space for it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I have like, they're all in tubes. They're just sitting there. So I kind of stopped buying screen prints, you know, oh, I love them, but. There's just no room. There's no yeah. room for it. And it's a weird thing. Um, I wonder what kind of market. They, it almost feels like you wish you had like your own uh, digital walls that you could just decorate. Uh, you know, I've seen that. I've seen like galleries. Some do that. Like it's all digital. But how are you going to make money off of that? Yeah, like if I put a weird. bunch of flat screen TVs, I still, I called it a flat. You could tell I'm old because I called it a flat screen TV. Right. <laughs> if I had a bunch of TVs in it. here, um, just rotating artwork. How does the art artist get paid? I don't know because you can just find that stuff on the internet and just put yeah. it on your computer. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't know how that's sustainable for the artists. But yeah, the small thing thing is brilliant because yeah, small things. Oh, not just um, putting all my eggs in one basket either. That's really important because like I'm mostly traditional, you know, doing it by hand. Mm -hmm. But making those small things, you know, like pins and stickers, you have to go, you have to go digital. You know, it's just so that. Doing more stuff like that is important to learning new techniques and uh, just and everything's an opportunity. I feel like <laughs> just being open to anything, really side hustles, mm -hmm. you know, just whatever, whatever you got, whatever you can do to make it make it work. So I'm telling you this, this uh, I'm wearing right now, these shoes from this company right, that yeah, we were that, talking about when yeah. you were coming in from this. Uh, they have uh, their initial launch. They're all the same like shoe. They're almost like reminiscent of a stripped down shoe like a chuck taylor low yeah, top or yeah, something like yeah, that yeah. but the first bunch of, uh, of of versions they have like different sayings and like drawings on them and things like that yeah so i know a lot of artists will do a shoe they'll take like a, yeah. a, a an old nike shell toe or an adidas shell toe or something like that and not an old one they'll take brand new ones and paint them yeah, that's another but thing. But I wonder if if you can I thought about it. I you know, if you can get to a shoe company and get them somewhat not even mass produced, but like a short run of like it's hard to do cuz there's just multiple sizes, so it's right. it's hard to say like I need 50 size 4s and 23 size 7 and a halves and you know yeah. like what are you going to do but but that seems like it, there's something in there totally Totally. There's I, that. There's vinyl figures. That's that's another goal. That'd be awesome. You know, it was like dangerous. Yeah, like custom uh, little things. Um, yeah, it's just not putting your eggs in one basket. That's extremely important. You know, just you can't just do paintings. I mean, some people can. You know, but I mm -hmm. I I, uh, I don't even know what to even call myself. It's like uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe my own artwork. <laughs> you know, but it's not just paintings. You know, it's like stuff like my shirt or some yeah. like my little characters. So. Um, yeah, man. I like the idea of a ghost that got its ass kicked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, this one goes in the dark too, actually. Nice. I got a glow in the dark print on there. Um, 
I got matching stickers, but yeah, it's just like again, thinking outside the box. That's, that's something that it took me a long time to think about <laughs> and actually just doing it. Yeah. Too, you know, that's for years. I was like, oh yeah, maybe I should make prints. Then I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, maybe I should make shirts and then just not do it until I actually did it. Then I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good idea. <laughs> you know? So I'm wondering if there's, a, if there's something, an alternative to that, like, um, like a mini print type of thing, but like coming up with the way to display them. Yeah. Like inventing a new way to display art, original art, you know, you ever I've see that? I've, 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 I've <laughs> I mean, spent many there's hours. gotta be something cool. You know, I, I, I was at, we were discussing earlier about monster music. They have these new mini record players. They, they came out a couple of years ago. Like Crogsley came out with these mini record oh, yeah, players. Like the ones I used to yeah, have like ones. three yeah. inch records though. But they sell like these little singles. That's like, small? They had like a rancid single next to a toy story single. Like smaller than the forty five? Oh yeah, yeah. What? No way. That's they're, awesome. They're they're like that big. They're tiny. Oh no way. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, the actually. third man records, which is Jack White's record label, they they put out a bunch of, of their music on that format. That's these insane. tiny little these like and it's like one song? It's yeah. like there you go. Whoa, that is so cool. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a tiny thing to give you this collectible thing that you can buy and not mm. take up as much real estate. True. In yeah, your house. Yeah, so yeah. how can you do something with artwork where you can sell the device and sell the artwork? See, digital is di dangerous because someone could just steal it. Right. But if it was some sort of physical thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought I've spent long hours <laughs> trying to think of something new. All right. Well, we got to put, put put your head uh, together with some of the other yeah. people in the artist community and come up right with something. All right. I went to this um, when I was in the last time I was in uh, Paris with my wife a couple of years ago. Um, where was it a year ago? I don't even know. Time yeah. time, time is a flat circle. <laughs> Doesn't make sense anymore. Right. Uh, and we went and saw this this uh, we went to this place that was projecting all the artwork on the walls in this in this giant like building this facility and it was it was unbelievable like it was one of those things you had to be there in person to understand it to see it like i took pictures of it which looked cool but no you have to be there because everything was moving mm. everything was it was that'd be cool for like an exhibit very three yeah and it, that's what it was it was kind that's of like the first a thing i think exhibit. of i'm like man that'd be kind of cool if you had like one wall like that or something just take up some a to take up some space and be a yeah that's neat yeah it's neat yeah there, there's definitely there's stuff that can be done. Somebody out there much smarter than me can f figure it out. But then they could take the talent of of people like you and you know partner with you to create these experiences that people could have in their own home. Because who knows? We might the future of humanity is gonna might be a lot more um, might might be less big crowds and big extravagant things and more smaller intimate things. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, which is okay for art, I guess, if you manipulate it towards it. Yeah, I suppose so. I, I'm just thinking of like little knickknacks, like handmade machines or something like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like just you hit a button and the image flips, you know, or something like that. That'd be kind of neat. But oh man. yeah, there's got to be something. There's got to be something that you guys can do because the print thing is awesome. But you like you like we discussed earlier, it definitely has its limitations. If you're yeah. a print collector, it's freaking hard. And if you're someone, if you're an artist who's selling it, 
for all the reasons I mentioned before, you don't want to diminish uh, or you don't want to devalue your your existing artwork, True. your, your yeah. original artwork. Um, yeah. And yeah. I know that's a big thing in the representation, uh, you know, creating a print that represents your artwork properly. Right. It's a stress to find the right printer, to find the right way to, to scan it or uh, photograph it. Right, 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 right. I mean, some people don't even do prints. Those yeah. paintings, you know, so that's another way to think about it too. You know? Yeah, the, the, it's almost like it's a weird, um, and you can't like disrespect them for making that decision because you understand why. Yeah, totally, uh, totally, But it's, totally. it's a weird, it's one of those things like, nah, man, I'm not a printer. I don't do prints. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> give me the real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> they only play baseball with wooden bats and <laughs> football without helmets. <laughs> you know, right, right, right. Oh, but, that's funny. But I, I don't know. They, there's, there's all these cool things. I do like the vinyl figures, although I'm scared of them. Uh, I don't own a whole lot of them because that's one of those things. It's like you I can have see the it. shelf space. Exactly. Right. <laughs> You have to have like a diorama set. I'm old, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta know. share my house with another person that that has decision making like abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Although she's in, she's she's basically filling it up with Legos at this point. Oh, okay, well, yeah, that's like she the same loves thing. Legos. She's like talking about taking over my home office space to put shelves up to put her egg, her Legos out. Oh man, that's kind of fun though. Which I, I'm partially like, I like the Legos. Yeah, I support like, that decision. <laughs> I, I like collecting and I appreciate other people that also collect things too. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a tough, it's such a tough thing. But the but the vinyl figures, because I see I'll look at them, I'll get like a high fructose magazine or or a juxtapose, and I'll look at these things. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, I can't do it. I've had so many like, of them in my cart on a, on a website and I go. I'm just wasting money at this right, point. Right. And I, mean, I want to support the artists that I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could also just do like one-offs too. You could do like um, like a follow cup. A friend of mine does like bootleg toys like mm -hmm. on the spot. He'll make some obscure character and put some funny. He'll make the own backing card and the bubble. And it'll be like one-on-one. -on -one. Like there's only one of them, you know? Wow. So that's really interesting and cool. That's like a whole subculture too. I found out about bootleg toys Did you, and shit like do that. Do you follow that guy, Obvious Plant? Yeah, <laughs> that guy. If all right, anyone That's listening to this, go search on Instagram for Obvious Plant. It's the best. He makes the, he makes the most ridiculous toys, and he goes and plants them in stores. Uh, He's so, like a little hang them, and he'll go to with like a Target and just hang them on the. Oh God. You can buy them on his website as well, but he'll hang them. And they, in they sell very 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 quickly. Oh yeah, yeah he sells out of almost everything. I almost bought one of his books. God, that is so funny. Yeah, I, I spent like at least an hour laughing my ass off uncontrollably. Oh, and, oh, and the, the 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 packaging is the real art. To oh, me. Right, right, right. And the, the way he'll use it'll seem like it was written by someone in like China, right, who doesn't speak English and is trying to like this convey is, yeah. something that they think an American right. toy would say. <laughs> right. So it, it's perfect. <laughs> it's so good. Well, uh, I've seen so many, but I can't think of an example right now. I have to like look at my phone. But uh, I haven't seen anything from that dude in a, a, a you know a few weeks. But it cracked me up, man. So yeah, he figured it out. You know, right? Well, yeah. So, that's, but that's his medium, exactly. Right? Exactly. So totally. Totally. It's just kind of like these comedians and whatnot who have found a voice online doing, say, Instagram stories or things like that. You know, or TikTok artists, people who find their their creative outlet using something that is of the now right you know what right. i'm saying like wow 
to be somebody who figured that out, you know, they're not hurting during all this as far as being able to work. Right. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're able to work. They're hurting in other ways because of the reasons we're all hurting uh, outside of the work thing. But yeah, that that's one of those things where you go like, damn, I wish I knew how to TikTok. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have like 30 apps on your phone, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you get all of them. Uh, I, I can't. You, you give up. Like, it's have, a, it could be a lot. What's your social media presence like? Uh, well, again, like, you know, lately I've been taking a bit of a break with things. Um, but usually it's just like Instagram. Like, that's it. Like, I just use that, really. Um, I did make a Twitch because people have been talking to me about that for years. They're like, you should start a Twitch, you know, just for like live streaming yeah. or whatever. And uh, you, you can do more with that than you can with Instagram because, you know, you know, Instagram live, you can only do what, like an hour maybe. But how many, how many, um, commissions are you going to sell through Twitch? That's what I'm curious about. See, yeah, I don't know. But I guess if the, the more people watch it, you know, cause they'll watch me like, I guess, work on something. Um, then they'll be like, well, shit, I want one too. You know? So I, I, that's interesting. And I haven't figured that out yet, but I guess I'll have to. Right. Well, <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to go right into it. We're going we to figure it out. We got to think where the crowd is <laughs> though. Cause like uh, photographically speaking, I'll sell a lot more work if I post stuff on Facebook than I will on Instagram because yeah. the people who are paying are on Facebook. I got you. So on, uh, same, you know, all the people that follow artists are on Instagram following artists. Mm -hmm. Like I use mm -hmm. Instagram is probably my favorite of the social media apps. It's my favorite from, from the aspect of it's completely curated by me. Right. Totally. Like I only yeah. follow people. I want to see what they have to put out there. It's yeah. not like Facebook where it's like this people that you've worked with maybe once 13 years ago that you're like, Oh, obliged right. to become friends with. And then you find out that they're into the most awful crap ever. And you're like, oh, what do I do here? Do I now unfollow them? Like, right, right, right. Like, Facebook is so, it's almost like a family reunion that you're constantly being bombarded with. Yeah. That's a really good. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I, so I, I, deleted my app. I deleted my Facebook app from my phone. It's just like, you know, just you'll spend, well, now with the state of things, it's just like, oh god, yeah. election years are not good for social media. Yeah, man, I deleted it. I, I didn't deactivate my account; it's just I just, just took it off the phone, oh, yeah. you know, because you'll still rabbit hole for hours. But um, no, Instagram's nice. Uh, but most of the things I get people, you know, when people want to get something from me, is because they had met me in person. Wow, really? They'll be like, "Hey, I met you at this con. I got something from you. Can you do this for me?" I'm like. Well, yes, <laughs> that's paid. Hey, you still have stickers. So that's why the cons for me are super important because, you know, people come up, I'll actually speak to them and have a conversation with them, you know? So you plant that seed that way. Uh, not, well, not intentionally. It's not like I'm like, I'm going to, you know, right, right, like, right. Like but you're, you're marketing and you don't even know it. I, yeah, you're, I guess you're marketing uh, yourself without marketing yourself, yeah, which is I'm the super, way it should be done. <laughs> yeah. I'm just super outgoing. I like talking to people, you know, if they want to, you know, say kind things about my work and I'm like, holy shit, I'll remember it, you know? So, really? And yeah. It's, awesome. it's just, it's come to the point where like, they're like, I guess, repeat customers, I guess you could say, but like. Mm -hmm. Fans. It's surreal. Yeah. You know, it's, it. You it's, have fans. Well, obviously you have fans. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, you're it's you're an excellent artist and you're a unique artist. So it's definitely. <laughs> not worth Namaste. Namaste in bed. Like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It, it's, I, I think it needs to be said more often to people who deserve it because you probably, you know, especially in this climate right now, it, it's hard to uh, get out there and do that thing where you can be out in front of people. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's that's the great thing about Instagrams. You can just I, I make a lot of dumb posts on Instagram first. Like <laughs> I'll share stuff about my cat or like, yeah. you know, just like random stuff or a leaf flo- floating in the air. Then I'll be like, oh, yeah, shit, I should post more artwork. That's mostly why people are following me in the first place. You right. Know, so I just get sidetracked. But people like looking at all that stuff. But that's, like, you know, uh, the, I've looked and I'm like, wow, I'm just I haven't posted anything art related in a long time. People are still looking at my posts. So I was like. Oh, I guess people like what, what I guess it's maybe like an escape kind of thing too. Well, they want to know you're human. Yeah. Yeah. They're following you, not just your artwork. Yeah. If they, and if there's somebody that says, Hey, stop posting cats, just post pictures. Then you're like, right. What's wrong with that person? (laughs) Right. 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 But I I think the the issue is um, that you're, you're explaining something I struggle with as well. I think a lot of people struggle with this is um, if you read how to increase your Instagram followers or how to get more this Mm. and how to get more Twitter followers or how to do any of them. They will always say the same things like, Oh, pick a niche and stick to it and, and be consistent and this, that, and the other thing. And they they have all these rules and I'm like, well, that just sounds like work. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like, and it sounds like, and if somebody does that, then you feel like you're being marketed to. Okay. So yeah. if I if you were to only on a regular basis post very specific things, and there are people that do this that I follow and I don't feel like I'm being marketed to. Right, right. But if you were doing that and that's all you did and it's not what you wanted to do, you were doing it because you had to do it, I think we would know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, like, uh, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Like if, if you did it and that's all you shared because that's just your personality – then that's one thing if you're being genuine about it. But if it, your personality is one that's like, hey, I feel like showing you this picture. And t- right now I feel like showing you this dog or this cat. Um, yeah, that's because that's who you are. Yeah. yeah. Being genuine. It's like I, I've never been much of a marketer anyways or like the hard deal, the hard sale. Like I just, oh yeah, I'm not that, uh, uh, oh, what's the word? the word you're not a salesperson i'm not a salesperson i'm not i'm totally not a lot of of artists fall into that problem that's what yeah business is hard that okay so back to the other question where i wish i knew something that i didn't but just like business shit you know yeah um not so much the like the you know were you not withholding your taxes uh no i pay my taxes there you go yeah that's probably the one thing that you i would tell no i keep i keep detailed records of everything yes yeah so your expenses every everything 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 is written down everything they go after like artists too like yeah don't ask me oh hey i'm i'm proper about it that's for sure that i started doing that that's definitely not a regret because i started doing that even when i was having three shows a year making like you know a couple hundred bucks i was reporting shit you know i was like i probably don't even have to do this i'm making more work for myself but i'm like but eventually, you know, when it turns into something we're making a shit ton of money, then I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, I'm glad I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I learned or taught myself, made myself so diligent about it, you know? So instead of like having that freak out moment, because I don't like getting surprise letters. Well, guess what happens too? <laughs> you know what I'm know? saying? Like, if you out. had, but if you had now, you have a record of exactly how much you were making, and then something mm-hmm. like what happened this year happened, and when there's this paycheck protection programs and these small business loans, now you. Oh, ha- I didn't even try to do that. Not even try. You probably should. Yeah, but I mean, and, and it's not too back, late. You know? I'm going to have a discussion with you after this. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, you won't have to pay it back. You're you're throwing away free money. You're leaving like 
a lot of money on the table mm-hmm. and you have the books to show that how much money you were making and you can show how much you need. Oh, I got it. I got it. And, I, got it. I thought about it, but yeah. I was like, now nah, just no, 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 hustle. Don't, don't. That's so. the artist. That's the artist mindset in you. Right. Not the business mindset. Not the business. That's, mindset. that's what I'm talking about. Like, the, and you need somebody to, to say, I don't care how scummy you feel about it. You need to do it because you need to eat. <laughs> you need to, and you that's need the other to, half of success, right? Yeah, and you need to make uh, art again. You know it, the way yes. you were making it, so you need yeah. to get through over this bridge. Right, right. You deserve well, it. You know, it's that in and of itself was just like you know personal stuff going on, and then also just being in a fog from you know the shit that's out of your control, like yeah. you know the pandemic. But um, and it's not just. Again, it's not just me. It's like actually people mm-hmm. I follow that are like extremely talented that I've, I've never met before, but they probably like thousands and thousands of followers and, you know, make something amazing. And they're like, I haven't, you know, I'll read someone's post, artist post, and they're like, I haven't been able to do anything. And I'm like, what? I was like, look at that. You know, it's like you just made this amazing piece. You know, it's just like that person doesn't feel like doing anything. So I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not just, it's everybody. But then again, there's other people that are like, hell yeah, this is awesome. And then they're like, you know, doing extremely well, you know, so it's like, damn, how to get to that point? And I'm just figuring it out. But it's like personal hurdle has been jumped over. So that's good. I got that going for me. And then, um, yeah, I'm back. I'm back on track. Back on track. The driving wheel is back. Yeah. So that's good. All right. So I would imagine if there's still a country, <laughs> if the planet doesn't uh, burn down, <laughs> if we don't drown here in Charleston first, um, yeah. <laughs> there's a tsunami in one side and then there's a forest fire. In the oh. other. They all just meet in the middle. Yes. You know? What are your plans to take over the art world? <laughs> How? <laughs> These are so, so many difficult questions. Oh, yeah. man. So, <laughs> just just picture, take, picture, take it over. Pinky right? in the brain. So what are we going <laughs> to <laughs> Right. So what are we going to do today? Right, right. Brain? Yeah. The wow. same thing we do every day, Tim Shower. <laughs> Try <laughs> to take over. over the world. <laughs> I don't know if I want to take it over. That doesn't sound very fun. Uh, I just, I, I'm I, just saying, yeah, what, yeah, what's, yeah, your, just, what's your goal? What are your next get goals? The, get to the next level. Uh, yeah. What are your goals? Um, well, uh, I guess keep making more small merch paintings. Um, people really want me to make a story because I have these characters and they always that they always ask me what the story is behind it. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, so mm-hmm. I guess maybe something's, you know, building itself and I'm just completely unaware of it. But, uh, I, I've thought about it, making like a zine or a comic or something. That'd be really cool. Custom vinyl figures would be rad. Like it's just a anything to get to the next level i suppose collaborating with a a a writer (laughs) i've i've been asked to do that um a few times but it's just like i just i'd always had other things lined up it's Mm -hmm. just i'm a very one track (laughs) mind person like i I can only do like like i have like a a hyper focus uh tunnel vision kind of thing um so when there's too much introduced to me, I kind of just poof, shut down, you know? Um, so I, I, I had been approached in the past before, um, but now I don't know, like now I had that one comic cover, I guess, you know, which was super awesome. Thank you, Billy. Well, um, yeah, I might get more of those coming in, which would be rad. So Heck yeah, that's, that's also a potential fingers crossed. 
on that. We'll see. We'll see All right. So, so on the comic book cover, do you own the artwork or did you give yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. My friend let me um, keep the um, the rights to it or whatever. Yeah. That's, um, that's one of those things I was talking to a, a comic book artist on this podcast, um, Mike Cavallaro. And he was talking about, you know, he spent so many years in the industry. Yeah. Working for other people. And he has just piles of artwork that he doesn't own. He's like, this isn't is that my, surreal. Like that. Yeah. Surreal. He's like, he's got so much. And, and so like he preaches now to every artist. He's like, you need to own your, your stuff. Right. You need to, that's the other thing. Yeah. Con- contracts and shit. Like writing those up, like got to learn how to do that. You know, got to le- read that, read that legalese and the lingo, you know, yeah. if, if it comes down to it for something like that, I, I imagine you'd have to, you know, working for actual, you know, larger companies, you know, yeah. it's like, what are you signing away? You know? But then again, what do you get out of it too? So I don't know. It's interesting that I don't, I know very little about, you know, so, um, it's weird to, it's weird when you get into like this whole world and, yeah. and you've found your, your space, but then when you take a step back and you look at like all the other avenues that you could go down and you're like, Oh, there's, this is, this is an ocean. Yeah. It like, is. holy cow. There's a lot to learn here. Yeah. Yeah. Again, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. You know? That's it. That's it. Perfect. I think that's the best advice that you uh, you can give right now <laughs> yeah. in, in in an artistic sense. Like start to diversify your yeah. Don't just, don't just do one thing. You know, just do a lot. Do anything and everything. You know, it, if things work out, then they work out. You know, it's a gamble. It really is. It really. I is. just I love the idea of being able to make a full time living, being creative on your own terms. Yeah. Oh, that's, it's tough. That's it's, super tough. it's tough, but that's something you were doing. Yeah, and uh, you will yeah. continue to do. Yeah, that's the goal. You gotta, you gotta. <laughs> once you have that oh shit panic moment, we're like, oh man, I gotta do something like immediately. You know, then yeah, th- that's both. Uh, uh, um, uh, it sets a fire under your ass too, the panic. <laughs> but as long as you don't panic too much and you just get shit done, you know. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's what you gotta do. You know. When it's, you think it's all about the, your resolve, I suppose. When you think of the things, uh, you, I know you, you you kept we kept talking back and forth about music similarities you know when you're playing in a band and you go on tour and you're living out of a van um sleeping in the worst places possible right eating the worst food possible yep getting paid next to nothing <laughs> you know this is this sounds uh, it's very similar to what i've experienced <laughs> yeah and when you but but you would never ever not do that right to get to where you need to be yeah. Like it's all worth it. Even if you never make it, even if you had done all that stuff and failed miserable, miserably. And well, at then, least I gave it a shot. And then just, yeah. And then just went and took a day job, you know, doing something else. Right. Um, it, you had to do it. Like you yeah. would never say like, oh, I wasted my time. Like yeah, I never looked back at those years that I was in a band and said, I wasted my time. <laughs> right. Right. Or looking back and saying like, I wish I gave it a shot and I'd rather it be I gave it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause you get, you get one shot. Everybody has one, one chance to do whatever, you know? So that's the way I think about it. Well, you get one life. That's for sure. That's, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. You get, <laughs> yeah. You get one chance. That's it. That's like one and done, man. You got to make it work. You know? Yeah. And, and, uh, um, Jason Eisenberg, you know, the tattoo guy who owns, mm. uh, Holy city tattooing collective. He had a great piece of advice, um, that like, you know, when you know, you know, Whatever it is, he was uh, yeah. he was referring specifically towards like when it was when was it a good time to become his own 
a shop owner from being a tattoo artist. Right. And he, right. And, but he's like, once, once you get the idea in your head, it, it's just going to keep growing and right. you're going to need to do that. So it's like a, a confidence, uh, and assurance level that you feel somewhere. It's like somewhere in the chest area. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it kind of just sits there and you're like, all right, that's it. Like, yeah. that's it. And it's, it, 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 it takes over. It's all you can think about. Yeah. Yeah, you know, probably what happens in the ha in the minds of your fans when they talk to you and they meet you and they buy a print and then like six months later, they're like, I, I need, I need, a, I need a painting, I need yeah, a custom that, painting. That could very well, yeah, that could very yeah. well be the case. You Just know. that the little impacts, you know, that mm -hmm. they make a difference. Well, yeah. um, you've made an impact on me. Oh, that's geez. why I asked you to be on here I'm because a, it's an honor. I, yeah. I get to I get to learn more about you. Yeah. Because unfortunately, when you you can know people for years, you never really get to figure out what the heck made them. This is uh, true. Yeah. Into what they are. And, and, and I'm, I feel like this has been an awesome conversation. Yeah. This has been yeah. great. Thank I'm, you I'm so very, much for coming in to do this. Thank you, man. I'm very, I'm very glad. Thank All you. All right. Let's, uh, let's give the plugs. Yeah. The main thing is just Instagram, just at TM showers. When we're at TM showers. Yeah, that's it. Do yeah. it. Hit him up. Ask him for some custom artwork. Yeah. If you're not a fan already, take a look at his work and, and you're going to be like, oh, this is cool. Like this is, <laughs> it's, it's just, there, there's certain types of art in that world where it feels like everyone's doing the same thing. This, this, that is, and, and you're not, you're not doing anything like what they're doing. Yeah, you're doing, thanks. you're doing you, and I love it. I thank you, Charleston. Represent. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's it. All right, man. <laughs> thanks a lot, man. Of course.